Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today our special guest is Sam Slotnick, and we're going to be discussing promoting literacy. He is the Literacy Center Coordinator here in our area. Well, we'll find out more about that in just a moment. But Sam, welcome to Radio Rotary. Nice to be here, John. It's our pleasure. Now, Sam, how big a problem is a lack of literacy? I mean, we are here in the 21st... In this day and age. In this stage and age, we, we, day and age, we are in the 21st century. We've had public education in this country for more than 150 years. How big a problem is, is illiteracy? Don't have an answer. Don't have the statistics on that one. But there are always... There's always room for improvement. I know that the uh, statistically, what happened is that over 80% of fourth graders living in poverty in the U.S. are either unable to reach basic grade level reading requirements or are reading below the grade level deemed proficient. That's in the United States of America? That's in the United States, the National That's Center really for kind of staggering. Statistics. Yes, there's been no major change uh, in the improvement of literacy in the U.S. Uh, there are 30 million adults in the United States who cannot read, write, or do basic math above the third grade level. Let's let's not jump uh, jump past that number. 30 million, approximately one tenth of the population of this country, uh, are somewhat functionally illiterate. Is that what you're saying, That's Sam? That's what it says. That's amazing. And how do you define uh, uh, literacy? Uh, you know, as you say, at different grade levels. I remember well, third my, grade level well, is. Yeah, you know, when my kids were young and you get in the report card, yeah. they're in the third grade, but they're reading at a fifth grade level. Are, are we talking about people who just stare at a page and don't know what's going on, or they just can't read, you know, Ernest Hemingway, but they can read instructions on a, on a soup can? Well, it begins by learning how to read. Mm-hmm. If the foundation for learning how to read is strong, then you could begin to read to learn. Okay. That's the best way I can answer that one. There is functional literacy. I believe it's about grade six, which will enable you to read the newspaper, read bus and train schedules, right. and be able to traffic look signs. At jobs. That's what jumps to yeah. my mind. Right. Now, it's called uh, functional literacy. Functional literacy, right? Uh, now, of course, I know I read to my kids when they were small. A lot of people, is that where it starts? You know, that's where it reading, starts. Parents, so. grandparents, aunts, uncles putting your child on the lap and reading that picture book? That's where it starts. Right. And as the child gets older, how do you... Because we, today we have the screenagers, they call them. They're all looking at the, te- the, the television or the computer or the uh, uh, smartphone. How do we get them turning the page of a, a real book again? It's a really good question. <laughs> yeah. Jonah, when uh, you solve that problem, you could probably run the world. <laughs> but is that, is that part of the problem, well, that people just aren't reading so. as much as Absolutely. they used to? Absolutely. There's so books say, on tape. Yeah. Uh, there's, um, you know, there's all kinds of alternatives now. So it's Certainly the, one of the major problems is digital, digital literacy. Is, mm-hmm. Okay. There Can't you go. Right. So I want to jump right into what is the Literacy Center? Where are you located? And what do you do there? Let's jump into it. The Literacy Center is located in the old main building on the campus of SUNY New Paltz. The original education education uh, building of SUNY when it was built back in the early 1900s. 
The mission of the Literacy Center is to uh, work with the MS literacy education students and professors. What is MS? Master, Master of Science level? Literacy Education. Okay, just yeah. for our listeners. So it's a graduate level yes. um, uh, interaction. Correct. Okay, right. collaboration, right. whatever you want to call it. This is called a, um, I guess it's a clinical experience. Okay. And my primary responsibility is to reach out to the community and find children in need of literacy support, okay. remedial reading uh, improvement. And how wide a, a catchment area do you have, Sam? I mean, is it just the New Paltz area or throughout the Hudson Valley? As long as the parent can bring a child to the campus to participate in the program, they're welcome to come. And is there a, is there a cost to this? Very nominal. For 22 hours, it's $100. For 28 hours, it's $125. Speaking to that, we don't want money to be an uh, we don't want money to be uh, an obstacle. An, an obstacle. Okay. So All if right. There's a problem. You know. Well, let's get the contact information out right now. That's a good opportunity to do it. You're talking about what you do. You're located on the campus of SUNY New Paltz, and if somebody has a young person, or is this open for adults? Is it open for people of all no, it's ages? Just for children. Just okay. for children. Okay, we need K to clarify. All right. So if you have a child that's struggling with the basic reading function, you can look into this. And how do we contact you, Sam? I can be contacted at eight four five. 257-2809. Give us that again, Sam. 845-257-2809. I have an email, S-L-O-T-N-I-C-S at newpulse.edu. General information on the literacy tutoring program, which is starting up in February, can be found at www.newpulse.edu forward slash literacy center written as one word. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we will have our great guest, Sam Slotnick, uh, repeat that information in the second portion of our, of our show. You know, uh, I remember when I was a scout leader, we had a young man who had uh, reading difficulties. And I would have uh, the, the patrol read the requirements out loud one after the other. And I always made sure that young man was last, so he, he, it never got to him. But he could hear. He, he would uh, comprehend everything by hearing and do everything he had to do for the swimming merit badge or whatever it was if he was read too. But to look at a page, and it was just hieroglyphics to him, he eventually went to a wonderful place called the Kildonan School. and that I was going to say up. he's dyslexic. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> my, my brother was dyslexic, Me too. too. <laughs> and, Your co-host um, is... Uh, and it brought his reading up to a, a functional level, and he's now a quite successful uh, young man. Uh, is that the kind of thing that you folks do? I mean, how, how do you encourage literacy with the students who come to you at uh, uh, State University of New Paltz? The children who are accepted into the program, uh, Jonah, get an initial assessment. Right. The graduate students will look at their ability to uh, do sound-symbol relationships. They'll talk to them about uh, figuring out how well they can spell. Phonics, we do early screening. And then they look at the results of those assessments. And then they set up a course of study to address the, pri the priorities of what they're going to be looking at. So it's a much deeper dive than the public schools perhaps oh, can yeah. support. It's a much closer relationship. The children well, will be working on with. Well, it's one-on-one or? One-on-one, two-on-three. Okay. So, Sam, is it all graduate students? Or yes. Do you take or do you take volunteers, uh, uh, grandparents? Love to, but no. <laughs> wants to help grandparents out. and people who do want to help with literacy have yeah. an opportunity through every district has uh, adult literacy programs. Uh, I know Kingston has the literacy program, and those 
they do train volunteers for that. You know, we're going to find out more about this great literacy program from our terrific guest, Sam Slotnick, in just a moment. But Sarah, who keeps, us, who keeps us reading commercials on the air by well, sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? It's a good thing that my uh, dyslexia was caught young because <laughs> I can actually read this list. Go right ahead. <laughs> well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates and the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster Carmel, Clarkstown Sunrise, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. And we're back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America and the Mark Agency. MHA is merging with the Mark Agency, so whether you struggle with addiction or your mental wellness, we can be your first stop. MHA and Mark, where anyone can get access to the full spectrum of mental health and addiction services without having to jump through unnecessary hoops. MHA of Duchess and the Mark Agency. Contact us at 473-2500 or check us out on the web at mhaduchess.org. You are not alone. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater, and I am the co-host of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my other co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. Well, hi there, Sarah. Here we are in the yes, studio. It's been a while. You've it been has been a while. We've been on a, all around. Well, we've all been traveling and having other kinds of fun, and right. but we always maintain our broadcast schedule. We always have shows here regularly right. um, on the air throughout the Hudson and Valley, we and saved, today... We saved a really good guest for your return. We did. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh, we you. have um, Sam Slotnick, who is from the Literacy Center in New Paltz on the SUNY campus, and he is the head coordinator. They promote literacy here in the Hudson Valley, and we're just going to recap a little bit. Tell us the uh, who's involved in this initiative that's located at SUNY New Paltz, Sam. The uh, literacy tutoring program is really part of the Master of Science in Literacy Education uh, on the campus. It's probably the largest or second largest master's program. The people involved are all the uh, doctorate level professors uh, who instruct all of the graduate candidates. Um, and, of course, there's the dean of the school who keeps an eye on the program very closely. Now, and Sam, uh, uh, just to her people who may have joined us late, remind us how big a problem is uh, a lack of literacy in America today? 30 million adults in the United States cannot read, write, or do math above a third grade level. All right. That, that's astounding in the 21st century. And it's great that you're doing this trying to help people, but you're doing it at the children's level. Yep. But you, you did mention before we broke for the commercial that there are programs around the Hudson Valley for adults who want to step up and improve their reading. Is that correct? That's correct. And how would people find out about that? Ulster County has a literacy association. 
Mm-hmm. And there's probably literacy associations in every county uh, in the state, probably around the country. You know, years ago, there was a, a film that opened my eyes to uh, the problem of lack of literacy as an adult. It starred Dennis Weaver as a fellow who could not read, right? And what he did to hide it, if he went out to lunch with his coworkers, he ordered the same thing all the time, a cheeseburger. Uh, if, if his boss gave him instructions, he would draw diagrams about what to do. And th- what finally revealed his lack of literacy was they switched to an all-computerized program at this wow. lumberyard where he worked, and he couldn't do it. And so he, um, he had to finally you know, get, get tutoring. Uh, and he started with the Dick and Jane books. Uh, if, if for people who are listening to radio today, if they have a problem with literacy, do they really have to start that basic, or is there something more that they can do? It's all very individual, Johnny. They would uh-huh. have to be assessed to see what their strengths and weaknesses are, and somebody who would have to know how to address each of the weaknesses. And so many uh, times, it's a learning dis. I hate that word, disability. Right. But that there's um, like dyslexia uh-huh. or some autism or something like that that can get in the way which can go undetected. So this is why this program um, that Sam is a part of, Sam Zlotnick, in the Literacy Center at SUNY New Paltz is so valuable to the community. And let's get the uh, contact information out um, again in this segment, Sam. How, how would a parent who is seeing that their child is struggling? So let me just say that uh, there will be a literacy tutoring program this spring and also okay. this summer, uh, spring 2020 in summer 2020 uh, to submit an application they would have to go to the website which, which is, is www.newpaltz.edu forward slash literacy center they get the mission statement of the literacy center and if they scroll down they'll see the application if they have any questions they can call me at 845-257-2809 let's repeat that phone again 845-257-2809. Okay. So how many people do you traditionally have involved in your um, your series? Uh, that's, for lack of a better word, no. that's what yeah. I'm going to call um, it, the time period when you well, offer the, graduate, the course. The yeah. graduate students this coming spring will have 28. Uh, each of them will work with two or three, so we probably need somewhere between 50 and 70 children who are in need of remedial literacy help to come in and get... Very, very individualized instruction. And there is a nominal cost yeah. to it, but if if uh, money is an issue, finances are an issue, you all at the Literary Center uh, located at SUNY New Paltz don't want that to be an obstacle for Correct. participation. Correct. We're prepared to help anybody who needs financial help. Uh, Sam, besides having parents or grandparents register a child, uh, do schools ever refer yes. children to you? Yes, I reach out every fall to the superintendents, and they in turn reach out to the principals. The principals reach out to their faculty, so that by the time parent conferences come around, teachers usually know about this, they can talk to their their parents. If a child needs reading help, they get referred into the program. So Sam, what got you interested in this, in, in helping uh, yes, children become literate? Yes, we want to hear the literate? story. Yeah. I'm a retired teacher. Okay. Well, you're not what retired. You, if you're what, doing this, you're not retired. And what did you teach officially pre-retirement? I taught elementary grades four, five, and six. Oh, okay. how lovely. And all of the uh, subject matter is just sort of a mask for how to teaching children how to get along with their fellow, <laughs> their, their fellow classmates. Okay. I started, after I g- retired from teaching, I started teaching methods courses to 
people who have to go out before they go out and student teach. They have to learn methods of how to run a classroom, how to deliver how to deliver content, and how to keep a so you, classroom classroom manageable. You you were mentoring the next generation of teachers. Correct. And very, then I got a phone call yeah. from from uh, the secretary. She was crying because they needed somebody to bring in children for the next a group of candidates that were coming in in the summer. And the person who they had was this not, was at the literacy this center. This was at the literacy. So center. the literacy center knew about you, knew about some of your work, and reached out to you. Yes, and okay. I was very hesitant because I'm a teacher. Usually the children come to me. I don't have to go out and get them. Right. <laughs> So I went down to the center and the phone rang and a parent gets on the phone and says, are you going to be having a literacy tutoring program? And I said, I really don't know. Tell me what you need. Well, my older daughter was in the program many years ago and now my younger daughter needs help. Well, tell me about your older daughter. How did she get in? She was identified as being marginally educable and she got into the program. And I said, well, how'd it go? She said, all I can tell you is that we're packing our bags. She's graduating college cum laude. No kidding. I said, so she came into this program and she worked with one of the graduate students and who unlocked literacy for her. And from there, she went on to graduate cum laude from college after being identified as marginally educable. She said, yes. I said, there'll be, there'll be a program. I'll figure this one out. <laughs> and that's what inspired me and continues to inspire me to see that change. Not only do the children, not only are their literacy strengths improved, but you can see in their body language, their sense of confidence, their uh, ability to be motivated to read on their own. Sometimes I'll get a note from a parent, thank you very much, my kid's reading to the dog. No or kidding. my child's under the bed reading, you know, with a after, flashlight. After lights are out. After lights are out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the change I Oh, like my goodness. See. So you got back into the game there, didn't yeah, you, Sam? And we're like going to hear more about the Literacy um, Center program at SUNY New Paltz after this break. And we'll be back with more of this fascinating story with our great guest, Sam Slotnick, about promoting literacy, especially with young children, right after these important messages. Hi, this is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. At Patterson Auto Body, they know that a new car has more than 15 onboard computers operating everything from the engine to the radio. So technicians not only need to know about automotive repair, but electronics, physics, and chemistry too. The specialized education needs to become an automotive service technician today is equivalent to several master's degrees. Patterson Auto Body is very proud of their automotive technicians. Experience is a wonderful thing. Call 845-878-3456 for a service appointment today. That's 845-878-3456. 
Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater, and welcome back to the final segment of this fascinating show here on Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. Hi there, Sarah. And, um... We've been chatting with uh, Sam Slotnick from the Literacy Center, which is operating um, from SUNY New Paltz right here in the Hudson Valley. And I know we did want to kind of recap a little bit and bring our listeners who are just joining us for this final segment back in. What exactly is the mission of the Literacy Center, Um, Sam? Give us a little background. (laughs) The mission of the Literacy Center at SUNY New Paltz is twofold. It provides teacher candidates, clinical opportunities to diagnose and remediate reading and writing difficulties, and to provide literacy instruction to children in our local Mid-Hudson Valley communities. Literacy instruction includes the direct tutoring of children and adolescents, as well as consultation with teachers on literacy issues across the curriculum. In addition to our basic mission, we act as a link between school districts and community organizations interested in reading and writing excellence. We promote best practices based on current research in literacy education. So, Sam, uh, you you mentioned uh, children and adolescents. What are the age ranges that... Uh, at the SUNY New Paltz Literacy Center that you're involved with. What are the age ranges that you'll take We in? will accept children in need of remedial literacy help from kindergarten through 12th grade. All right, so that's, that's, the, whole, that's the whole gamut of, that's of it. pre-college. Now, let's say we have a parent at home who's listening right now to Radio Rotary, and they're concerned that, gee, you know, my child's not interested in reading, or I don't think they're reading at the same level that the older brother or sister did or the cousin did. Uh, is there a way that they can tell by coming to you and being have the young person assessed if there really is a problem? Or is just great, great something question, grow out Jonah. Of. Thank you. Something they'll just grow out of. Parents concerned about their children's literacy growth uh, should know about a complimentary assessment we do once in the fall. We had one on November 19th, and then we'll probably be having one again in the spring 2020. Okay. Uh, That is complimentary. There's no fee. They can just contact me at 845-257-2809. Give us the phone number one more time. 845-257-2809. And and how does this assessment work? I mean, mean, you could be bringing a a child as young as six or seven, and, you know, it might be a little... uh, well, they'll only or scary. You think to go to the doctor's okay. office to get a, a no. Shot. They'll actually be in college. They kind of like. Oh, is that, that right? Yeah, they'll be in college, <laughs> and they'll be uh, teamed up with one of our graduate candidates. Terrific. So that the graduate candidate has an opportunity to administer the assessments, and then the graduate candidate will evaluate the results and produce a short paper for the parent, so they can determine what the strengths and weaknesses are, and if they want to go ahead. To be part of the tutoring program, they can do that. If they want something privately, we have referrals we can give them. So, so it's really individual screening. Right. It's very individual. Right. Yeah. So that That's that can be, I mean, this is not to put down the school system or anything, because yeah. we're all products of public schools here in, in this country, which, you know, is some of the best opportunities in the world. So we're not putting it down. This is just a way to augment something and make it more one-on-one and more individualized, because oftentimes... Um, kids that have other challenges, that can slip through the cracks when you're dealing with big classrooms and lots of activities. And Sam, you know that because you're a retired uh, elementary school teacher. I am. And it doesn't take much for a little child to fall behind. All they need to do is be sick for a couple of days to bring in a little toy that distracts them. Uh-huh. Other teachers teaching the silent E rule, okay, or to stay overtime in the bathroom for for one critical lesson. And yeah. 
They there you go. From the there voice go. of experience. <laughs> you talked about distractions. Let's get on uh, back a little bit to the distraction of uh, all the electronic devices today. I yes. know my son with my grandson uh, and my daughter-in-law strictly limits the amount of time my grandson, uh, he's four years old, plays with the various devices. And uh, when grandpa and grandma come over, it's put it away. Grandma and grandpa are going to read you. Your, your, your pick out books that you want grandma and grandma to read. Grandma and grandpa to read. And, um, you know, he just soaks it all up and he's starting to recognize the words and, you know, read to us. How big a problem is that today? This was not didn't exist when my kids were young. Certainly didn't exist when I young when I was young. The most you do is stare at a stone tablet. So how much of a problem is it today? I'd say it's a pretty big, pretty big problem for yeah. all of us. For anyone right. who's parenting or grandparenting to fight against the screen. All right. And how does one do? How does one fight against the screen? Limit it, just the way your son is doing. Yeah. yeah. Discipline, time. Uh-huh. Put first things first. So now you've, uh, how long has the Literacy Center been open? I've been the Literacy Center coordinator since 2009. So not only are you uh, personally handling probably hundreds of young people and giving them the joy of reading, but you're teaching the teachers of the future to do that. And with that web of people who have been learned at your feet as the master teacher, uh, we're probably talking about thousands of children who have been given the joy of reading. Have you ever done statistics about that, or is it just a guess? I haven't, but probably uh, Dr. Dewar has, or Dr. Lord has, or one of the uh, doctors on the faculty. Right. This is a world-class program, Jonah. Yeah. These people who graduate this program, because of this clinical experience of working in small groups and one-on-one with children where they're taught how to administer these assessments, evaluate the results, write case studies, set up programs of study, uh, they get hired all over the world as as reading teachers. It's a, it's a very, very strong program. And here it is, right here in the Hudson Valley. Right here Valley. in the Hudson Valley. So uh, you've enjoyed teaching your entire career. Do you uh, recommend teaching as a career to young people today? If you're a person who likes to nurture, if you're a person who feels good at the end of the day because you feel you've made somebody's life richer, uh, if you feel a need to give, yes. You know, I bet everyone who's listening today remembers at least one special teacher they had, even if it was like me 50 years ago, or a special coach, or a special scout leader. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, if we have some young people out there who are perplexed about what career to go and think about teaching. It's, 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 it's the key to the future. So, uh, Sam, let's get back to the Literary, Sense, literary Center at, uh, at uh, SUNY, SUNY New Paltz. Right. Um, what tips do you have for uh, uh, parents out there to get their kids interested in the joy of reading? If they're very young, find picture books to read to them. Take them to the library, the children's room. Find out what they're interested in. Uh, get books that um, relate to their interests. I'd say start with that. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, it was a very big day when our teacher walked us to the library and we all got our library card. Uh, And, you know, the funny thing is we've had librarians on the show and libraries are being used more today than ever in the past. I feel like they are one of the cornerstones of all of our communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually. I mean, they do do things well well beyond just house books. Yeah. And uh, I know that... uh, they, they do rent out or uh, let you borrow uh, videos, and they do have computer screens there, but people are still uh, reading media. books. So, Sam, in the minute we have left, tell everybody once more time about your contact information and, and encourage them to bring that child in for uh, an evaluation. My contact information, my email is slotnics at newpaltz.edu. 
S-L-O-T-N-I-C-S at newpaltz.edu. The phone number is 845-257-2809, 845-257-2809. And the website for the Literacy Center is www.newpaltz.edu forward slash literacy center. There is a spring 2020 literacy tutoring program. There will also be a summer 2020 Literacy Tutoring Program. Sam Slotnick, thank you for all you do to bring the joy of reading to children throughout the Hudson Valley, and thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Sarah, who do we have to thank for sponsoring us this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, Mark, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community, Norman Staffing, Patterson Auto Body, and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Sam, New Paltz, (laughs) Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clater, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website AARauctions.com is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AARauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. There is always a reason to live. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of MHA of Dutchess County and the Mark Agency. Suicide impacts tens of thousands of people each year and is often the result of untreated depression. Do not let the stigma keep you from talking to your doctor. The Claudio Cares Foundation and MHA want everyone struggling with depression to know that we all have a reason to live. Don't be a statistic and don't leave your loved ones wondering what they should have or could have done. What is your reason to live? Call MHA at 473-2500.